Welcome, you're listening to the Zapfloor Connects podcast show. For each episode, we discover new things in the world of agile working, work at the office, office tech, and more. Stay tuned. Up next, CEO and co-founder at Zapfloor, Thomas Seelan. We're sitting together with Nele van Damme, co-CEO and founder at Upgrade Estate, a provider of living and working spaces for students and young professionals. And as the name suggests, Upgrade Estate truly shines when it comes to bringing out the best of their estates. And in their more than 20 years of experience, they have learned how to use technology in order to curb and really stay ahead of their competition. But how does that work? We're going to find out in this podcast. That was a mouthful, Nele. Did I summarize it correctly? You summarized that correctly, but you forgot one very important thing. Upgrade Estate is a value-driven company that builds and manages sustainable and innovative housing for students and young professionals with a strong focus on connecting people. For us, real estate is just a setting, the space in which people can connect, live, study and work in an environment where they can be themselves. So our strategy is very clear. We want to distinguish ourselves in our customer-centric approach. And we strongly believe that technology is indispensable in that approach. So the more digital convenience our stakeholders experience, the better they can connect physically. And as an early adapter with a strong innovative mindset, we hope to stay ahead of the market. And maybe to give you an idea of the size of our company, we have assets under management in seven cities in Belgium, and a team of more than 110 employees is making the difference every day again. Okay, fantastic. Wow, I uh, I didn't even know that uh, Upgrade Estate was this large. I, uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm pretty amazed. So now, before we dive deeper into everything, why don't you tell the listeners, Nela, a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, let me take you to the story behind Upgrade Estate. So 20 years ago, my co-CEO Kunrat and I were students ourselves, and we became the owner of a food truck at the Ghent festivities selling vegetarian meals. We invested our savings in our first real estate house or project, which was a house consisting of six student rooms. And although we were landlords, we really had a good contact with students. It became clear that students built a network for life during their studies, and the room itself wasn't that important. So we started focusing on the common spaces and community activities. And after that first successful project, we wanted more because we were very ambitious. And we bought a second house and a third one. And so the story began. In 2012, the brand Upcot was born. We were pioneer in innovative student accommodation. And then after graduation, student lives with us, I think, two, three, four years. And they regularly come to us and tell us that they don't want to leave. They wanted to stay at Upcot. So that's why we created a second brand for young professionals to give them a kickstart in their professional lives, Upliving. And Upliving rents modern apartments and provides extra shared facilities as well as an amazing community. And our story continues with UpOffice, our third brand that we launched a couple of months ago. UpOffice will be the home base for growth companies where interaction and connection are central with green as the connecting element. 
So my co-CEO and I have translated our personal values into our corporate mission. We want to create social impact and societal added value. And that is our motivation to run our business. And we just feel fantastic when our achievements meet our stakeholders' needs. Okay, wow, that's that's very inspiring. And I think also for the listeners, hearing the story behind it, uh, also the entrepreneurial view and, and the growth there, it's it's an inspiring story. Um, um, but Nela, we are now in Upgrade Academy. It's, it's a beautiful building. The experience is fantastic while arriving here in the building. And can you tell me a little bit more? What is Upgrade Academy? Upgrade Academy is located in the city center of Ghent, in the former editorial offices of Dagblad Vooruit. In that monument, we bring together our stakeholders to meet and inspire each other, to share experience and to innovate. So we invite, invite our tenants, investors, employees and partners to different types of activities and events. For example, we organize trainings, interesting keynotes, brainstorm, uh, traineeships, lunch and learns, and so on. So our students, our young professionals, employees, investors, and other partners can take part in those activities for free. And in the future, we will focus even more on social topics, which are hot today, as diversity, climate change, leadership, the social development goals. And we also give workshops for our students on how to deal with stress, planning, and organization. So the Academy is a typical example of how we try to involve our stakeholders and how we invest in long-term relations. And all initiatives are dedicated to the personal development of those people. Um, the two top floors are the headquarters of Nextworks, founded by tech entrepreneur Peter Hinsen and keynote speakers Steven van Bellehem and Rick Vera. And at Net Nextworks, they strongly believe that each organization should invest at least 10% of its time in, and resources to prepare for the day after tomorrow. So they inspire companies and help them with their strategy to get there. So it wasn't really easy, uh, the renovation of the monument, um, because we completely renovated it and repurposed it to the Upgrade Academy. And digital convenience is key in all our buildings. And we wanted to go the extra mile in the Upgrade Academy so we introduced the triple UX concept. That's the ultimate office user experience. And the triple UX, I still remember it a lot from the workshops that we had together. Mm -hmm. But can you tell the listeners a little bit about it, triple UX? Yes, of course. So we experienced that a community cannot arise if there is some kind of friction that comes from daily technical issues. So we started doing customer journey mappings with different stakeholders to define the frustrations that people experience when they are in an office environment. And the triple UX concept is about digital convenience. From arrival to departure, a user or visitor is guaranteed to have the ultimate user experience. Arriving at the Academy has never been easier as the Academy app gives you access to wherever you need to be. And you can invite your visitors in just a few clicks and send them their mobile key in advance. And if you want to book a meeting room or a parking space, simply check the availability, book and get access. And here in this monument, when you arrive in the entrance hall, your name is announced on the digital signage and the robot can give you a historical guided tour in the building. 
Our shared meeting rooms are equipped with the most advanced screens and the lights, the climatization and the sound are controllable from an iPad. At every door there is a room booker on which you can check whether the room is occupied or not. So it was quite a challenge for us and our partners to develop all this. The first challenge was mainly in providing technology in a monument, which is subject to many restrictions. The biggest challenge was making the connection between all the different applications in just one app and keeping the technology stable. All right, and, and then uh, that one app, um, that's Appfloor, right? Yes, that's Appfloor. <laughs> all right. Uh, now, ultimate user experience here in Upgrade Estate. Now, lately, um, I've been targeted a lot on Instagram by you, um, <laughs> by Upgrade Estate. I've seen it everywhere. Up Office, I see it. I see it there. Um, and Up Office, how does it differentiate from Upgrade Academy? Will you use all the the, the learnings there? Uh, will it be very different? Can you can we go into that as well? Yes, of course. Um, maybe let me first explain um, the concept of Up Office. So there are a lot of hypes going on, especially in the office landscape. And before we started developing our new concept, we spent two years on doing market research. With UpOffice, we want to set a new standard in the office market with state-of-the-art office sites for high-growth companies. So no co-working, no startup incubator, but a fresh and attracting concept for mature companies. So Apophis really goes the extra mile for ambitious organizations. Um, yeah, Apophis' best kept secret maybe is our motivated Apophis coaching team and with only one mission, to connect all the companies uh, who are renting a space and make your life easier, but above all, ensure good vibes. And since the pandemic, the value of physical connection, a green environment and care for employees increased enormously. And Apophis offers an answer to those needs and focuses on companies who share those values. And maybe um, Apophis, of course, is at another scale. The number of users differ a lot. In the Academy, uh, we use the spaces ourselves together with the people from Nextworks. Apophis is a multi-tenant site, which means that the daily users work in different companies. So our first up-office site here in Ghent, Loop 5, is about 30,000 square meters with 1,000 users and additional visitors. And people weren't designed to sit and concentrate at the desk all day. You also need to relax from time to time so you can get back to work in a focused manner. So meetings, movement and fun in a green environment help to increase productivity. Agree? Absolutely, yeah. Uh, okay. I, I'm jealous already. And that is exactly what the office buildings are surrounded by. 10,000 square meters of green outdoor experience. There is also an upliving project for young professionals. And we provide shared cars and bicycles. Tenants can book 38 shared meeting rooms, a theater and flex desks. There is also a food concept, a multimedia studio for webinars, photo shoots and podcasts. You name it, we offer it. But the complexity is great, which is why technological support in all the journeys is crucial. And stabil stability of the technology to cover all the customer journeys is extremely important. If you depend on technology, it must function day and night. 
We believe that offering a nice and convenient app is not the silver bullet to let a community live. A community arises only when the setting and the story is true and all ingredients are authentic. And you can't achieve that without human intervention. Just like Upcot and Upliving, there will be an Upoffice coaching team to give extra support to the companies on the site. So, for example, there will be a connectivity coach, a hospitality coach, a multimedia coach, a facility coach and an Upliving coach. And our market research, combined with the needs we ourselves as a growth company experience, drove us to the next level of future proofness, I believe. And so, Nela, you mentioned that last word, future proofness. Let's talk about future proofing. It's it's a very ambiguous word. Um, what does it actually mean in, in the context of, of office and, and living space, the, the ones that you provide? I believe that an office or living space is future proof when it stays relevant. It is extremely important to find a balance between ecological, social and economic sustainability. And I'm convinced that every player in the office market should consider three things. What are the social needs of people living or working in the building? How can we reduce the impact on the planet? And can we set up long-term partnerships and strengthen our ecosystem? What technologies do you then recommend as a building owner to invest in? Well, data is the new gold, they say. For example, monitoring of the energy consumption is very interesting. Because when you have the data, you can improve the settings of the energy installation and reduce the consumption of energy. And when you want to stay relevant, you'd better also invest in digital access control for people living or working in the building. Digitization of the rental or buying process is a must. Everything is paperless in our company. We use digital tours for potential tenants and the full onboarding process is also digitally, as well as signing the contracts. And we already use this technology for six years, but luckily it seems that the pandemic fastened this transition for many other landlords or building owners. And well, I, I know from experience that building owners, they're sometimes a little bit tech aversive but specifically why is that well if you invest in all these different technologies you also run the risk on not well maybe investing in the wrong technologies and so how do you research what technologies you actually need and want well it's not about technologies we need but technologies that can help to support the needs of our stakeholders for us it's very clear and we have a very innovative mindset at Upgrade Estates. So we encourage our employees to think and act in a solution-oriented way. And to avoid irrelevant innovations, we have developed an internal innovation platform, Upgrade Intrapreneurology. We like employees to think along and take ownership of their project. And this platform makes it possible to make impact in a thoughtful and relevant way and to raise our stakeholders' experience to a higher level. So every employee can create a project or submit an idea that meets some important parameters that are part of the company's strategy, the company values, and the sustainable development goals. And when the project is approved by the management team, 
The employee can compose a team and work on the project for one day a week as long as necessary. And for technological projects, we sometimes work together with an external partner because it's, yeah, it's very difficult to see the forest for the trees because of the evolution goes so fast. And on the one hand, you know, in, in the buildings, we have the technologies, but also the interior design. And, and, and looking around here, I think I'm amazed with what you've done in this space. Um, how important is that interior design then for you? So I'm very glad with this question <laughs> because it's very important, extremely important. Um, we have a look and feel team consisting of three people. So we translate our company values into our interior design. And upcycling, for example, is a fixed value in our project. We use old or existing stuff to make very original creations. And we even have an upcycling studio. We want to raise awareness among our students and young professionals about sustainable living. And there is no need to buy all your stuff new, but you can use old stuff and make something new from it. And we even have a mascot, a sustainability mascot, to help us with that, our Kotkip. And every project has a unique character. Of course, we have our brand essentials, but before we start designing, we always do a brainstorm for the interior design. Our teams mostly refer to former activities when a project is renovated. And for new buildings, we try to find a link with the location or the world of our tenants. Just to give you an example of the crazy concepts we realize, in our latest Upcot project in Brussels, which will be finished in two weeks, we created a floor consisting of 11,000 beer bottle caps in the entrance hall. And we asked our own uh, tenants, our Upcot students, to save their bottle caps. So the result will be amazing. And I personally would be very disappointed if a customer would have the impression that we do more of the same. Wow, I must say, just hearing about the interaction that you also have with your own tenants and everything, it's really inspiring. And it's something I think the, the listeners can really learn from how you can interact with, with all your tenants. Um, but there was something that you already mentioned, sustainability it's it's something so crucial in, in, in these times. And how important is it for you and in all the buildings that you're now creating? Uh, I think you already know the answer to that question. Absolutely, I think so. Huh? For Upgrade Estate, sustainability is a mission, a way of living, thinking and doing. So we approach the concept of sustainability in a very broad way, both ecologically and socially. We hate greenwashing. There's a lot of greenwashing. And therefore, we like to communicate in a transparent way about our actions. So we use the Sustainable Development Goals as a guide for our sustainable actions. And we focus on 10 of the 17 SDGs. And we've set quite ambitious targets for the future. With our own department, Limun Groen, we apply green technologies and help educate our residents about sustainable living. These days, everybody talks about making society sustainable and everybody knows how important sustainability is. And since 2010, we do that by making building, buildings that are designed to be sustainable. We reduce energy consumption through intelligent design and compact, well-insulated buildings. We use energy from renewable resources and we invest in green technologies 
like solar panels, uh, water heaters, cogeneration, borehole energy storage, heat pumps, and class C and D ventilation systems. We've also built up expertise in sustainable practices such as rainwater recuperation and greening projects to capture CO2. We no longer use fossil fuels in our new buildings, and we do a sustainability audit and update of our energy installations every 10 years in all our assets under management. So we go quite far in it. And mobility is another important challenge we are facing. We provide a mobility hub in up office. It's been set up with a view to the future and a transformation to more sustainability, more sustainable mobility. And in the Mobility Hub, we offer space for cars, bicycles, scooters, private or shared. And it goes without saying that shared mobility and EV charging facilities are also provided. Cyclists can take advantage of lockers and very pleasant showers and changing rooms. And bicycles will also be stored in a secure, covered environment. That's very important. And did you know that we provide a bicycle repair service on site? What? Yes, your bike can be repaired while you're working. Okay. Wow, that's nice. That's that's really nice. Now, we've been talking a lot about, you know, what's happening now and what you're doing now. But let's look ahead and let's go to the future of working and living. What exciting things are happening in the world of residential real estate in that fact? Um, there are a lot of things going on. Huh? Um, because of the Green Deal and the tangible negative effects of the climate change, the transition into more sustainable building, working and living will speed up, I am sure. Can you can you maybe also go into maybe the, the Green Deal? How do you, what is it or explain it to the, to the listeners? Yes, it's a, it's a European Green Deal and... It's about reducing CO2 um, in 2030, I think. CO2 reduction must take place. And I think we must reduce it with 40%, I think. Yeah. So that's it's, a very it's the European initiative. Thing. Yes. Yeah. Um, so that's about the operational carbon. Yeah. But you also have the embodied carbon. Yeah. The embodied carbon is... Uh, has to do with the building process. So wood construction will become very popular. Circular building is finding its way. Uh, and the importance of green and forests has grown because of, yeah, forests capture CO2. Yeah. So there's a lot uh, going on these days, especially with the disaster in Molonia. Absolutely, we had, yeah. So the, the awareness now... Um, uh, finally <laughs> is there and i think we have a responsibility as a company um to to do something with that absolutely i th i think that's that's uh that's a crucial message here that everybody should embrace as well eh? in in every type of business that you are uh, the sustainability the the ecological impact that you have the footprint that's something we need to learn from um but now if we go back to the future aspect, do you also believe that more and more building owners will, will start incorporating all these new technologies in their buildings? Because we have different types of technologies that we discussed. Eh? We had experience technologies, but also sustainability technologies. How do you see this? Um, as I already mentioned before, most of the building owners are aware of the fact that technology plays a big role uh, in offering convenience to the end user 
collecting data, very important, and reducing negative impact on our planet. I think that are those are three main reasons um, why building owners will will do the implementation of technology in the future. And in the office, um, office life at sea, people say the um, the future of the office is hybrid. It's it's a very popular term. Um, what's your opinion? Do you agree? Well. I'm a little bit fed up with all the predictions and statements about new way of working. Um, I agree that there will be a mix of going to the office and working at home. But in the last months, I rarely met people who like the online meetings. In future, people will do online meetings for practical or ecological reasons, I think. And working at home can be really useful when you need to focus. But the need for physical connection is huge and will always be a basic need. In an office, for example, we will have a flex desk zone, which is ideal for companies who, who have employees who only come to the office occasionally. So the UX app makes it easy for them to book. They can quickly find an inspiring place along, alongside other professionals and remain connected with the corporate culture and other colleagues. All right. And is there anything else that you'd like to add now? Um, yes. <laughs> I'm very optimistic about the future. And I notice that um, there is transformation going on from financial-driven economy to purpose-driven economy. And I am convinced that financial-driven companies will not survive. They will be most successful in the long term only if they have a clear societal purpose. And in the war for talent, we see that employees want to identify themselves with the company they work for. And a nice working environment will help to attract talent. I truly hope that this trend will continue and... Maybe I can recommend Stephen Van Bellingham's book, The Offer You Can't Refuse, because it sums it up nicely. He says that the new customer expectations are influenced by three elements. Ultimate convenience, partner in life, and save the world. And companies who aren't capable of finding an answer to those needs cannot survive. Wow. I think on that note, Nela, we can wrap things up. Thank you so much for uh, sitting down with me and, and sharing all your insight and all your tips on, on sustainability, on future-proof technologies and the office space of tomorrow. That was really uh, super insightful. Thank you. You're welcome. I think for the listeners, there were a lot of golden nuggets, not even little nuggets anymore, but really big golden nuggets in this episode. So you can always rewind the podcast to the parts that you think are most interesting uh, or re-listen the entire episode uh, on zapfloorhq.com or on our SoundCloud, Zapfloor Connects. And for those who are interested in learning more about Upgrade Estate and want to literally invest in the office and living space of tomorrow, go check out their, uh, their website or even their investment platform at www.upgrade-estate.be slash invest. For those interested in learning more about Sapfloor and what we do, check out our website at sapfloorhq.com.
You can also find a link of both websites in the description of this episode. And I will also add Nela's LinkedIn as well as mine if you wish to connect to us. See you soon in the next episode of SAPFloor Connect.